All right. We are in version two, I'm going to say, on this podcast. Thanks for tuning in to Let's Talk with Michelle Hardman on location again here in Paoli, Indiana with my new friend Charity Minton. And we have all kinds of things in common. But one thing we're going to talk about today, she is into acrylic paint pouring. And if you've never done this, y'all are missing out because it is fascinating, isn't it? It is incredible. All right. Well, Charity, thanks for sitting down with me today. And I want I want to talk about this technique and the different paints and the different mediums. And just explain to people kind of what it is. Because I'm sure, if they, like I say, if they haven't seen it, they're thinking, all right, what's, what's a paint pour? What's that mean? Yeah, exactly. But I would think probably it. the same thing unless I'd yeah. seen it, right? Yeah. I saw it, I think, actually on a Facebook video that somebody had shared. It's like, how cool is that? <laughs> and that's what happened with me as well. I remember seeing um, this paint flowing on a canvas and then another color and then another color and it was mesmerizing. Yeah. So, um, so I just decided to try it. You know, I'd, I'd been, I'd watched a few more videos and I decided to give it a try. And so I watched one of the how to videos and what they used. Um, and I went out, I bought the paints and some canvases and I learned a lot. And let me tell you, there's I'm not the girl to sit down and study that for hours. I'm the girl that goes and buys it and learns Tries it. <laughs> by trial and error. Me too. Me too. And that's with most things. But um I would call this an abstract style, wouldn't you? I would say definitely abstract okay. for sure. Okay. For sure. Um what I think that uh, again, I was mesmerized by it, but and I I didn't realize what it was going to do for me, mm-hmm. you know. I didn't realize the um, it's therapeutic almost. That's right, and I didn't realize that. Yeah, you know. I mean, I am into as we talked in the last show. I'm after the into mindful methods of ways mm-hmm. to stimulate ourselves, uh, you know, mind, body, and spirit, uh, and doing it in a creative way or a natural way, yeah. right? So, um, so I watched the how-to videos, I got the paints, and I started to pour, and I learned very quickly that paints can be too thick, okay. you know, um, and, and I learned that you don't have to spin every paint, <laughs> you know, that was my thing at first, and I, and I, because one of the first videos I watched, they had a turntable, and I just thought that was the coolest thing to see yeah. this paint go flying, <laughs> and so, um, so I, I learned from there, I learned about mediums, pouring mediums, you know, what you mix your paint with and, and, um, and the other additives that you could put in it and the different things that they do. Um, well, let's you know, talk about that. What, what do you want to mix with your paints? Okay. Well, what you want to do is now there's several different mediums that you have to choose from there. Um, as far as to mix your paint for pouring, you want to mix your paint with a pouring medium and there are several different things that you can use. Um, a lot of the paint companies have, they'll have their own pouring mediums. You can also use Elmer's glue all. Okay. And when you do, I'll just say if you're going to start with using the glue all, you want to thin it out quite a bit. Uh, you know, I, I had showed you, I had some paintings that were too thick. And there really is a thin line. You can, it can be too thick, but then you can get it too thin. And if you've used your whole tube of paint, mm-hmm. you're not going to thicken it up, right? <laughs> right. So, uh, so, you know, you learn early on, just little bits, little bits at a time. Um, but 
I've mixed with both, and I've had good results with both. Um, I haven't I haven't used a pouring medium enough. I haven't had a bad result with it yet. But um, but if your paint's too heavy with you, your your paint's gonna crack. Okay. Uh, you know, that that's just a sign that it's too heavy. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a fail. It just means that, that it cracked because the paint was too heavy, and it may be absolutely beautiful. Like, and, you, and you want it kind of thin because the whole acrylic paint pour thing, basically, you're kind of tilting and running it yes. on the canvas. So it's got to be able to flow. It's got to be able to flow. That's exactly right. So the texture of the paint is super-duper important. Um, and I think thinner would probably be better than thick. Okay. You know, but um, you can mix uh, with either glue all or the pouring medium, and then you can also add in what Floetrol. Floetrol is a paint conditioner, and you can buy it at any hardware store. A lot of people mix it in with their wall paint because it alleviates brush strokes hmm. and I didn't know that. things of that nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so if you're going to mix a paint, if you take, let's just say. Um, you're going to have 70% of pouring medium, 30% of, or 25% of paint, and then I do five, like 5% of Floetrol. Okay. And that is the, the latest mixture that I've done. Okay. And that worked out really well. Um, so the most pouring medium. Pouring, yeah. A little bit of paint. Dab of Floetrol. Yep, and a dab of Floetrol. <laughs> okay. But, but again, uh, you know, I encourage everybody to do their own experimenting with it because something may work better for you than it does for me. That particular mixture just happened to, it worked out very, very well. It dried very, very well. Um, when you use, and that's using a pouring medium instead of like the glue-all. And you said you like, was it Liquitex that you like to I did with? use Liquitex, and I just got this Mont Marty that I'm going to use, um, and it's a new one uh, okay. that I just thought I would try. Okay. And there are a lot of different art stores on Amazon that you can check out. Another place that is really good is Jerry's Artorama. Okay. Especially if you want the round campuses. That's where mm, you get those. That'd be different. It is. It really is. Um, I've seen, I, what I would like to have is some sort of foot pedal turntable. Yes. I'm still a fan of the, the, the turntable, you know. Yes. You can tilt it, you can, you know, do, you can tilt them sideways and stretch the paint out over the canvas. But the other thing you can do, which I was talking about, was the turntable. And, which is really cool to me. I just like to see the paint spin. Mm -hmm. So that's what I started out with and I was spinning absolutely everything. And I've, I've kind of got away from that, but... There are lots of different techniques, like a, a, a dirty pour cup is taking a cup and layering your paint, and then maybe just a small, not much at all, but just a small stir, and then pouring it out. So you're like dumping the cup upside down, and then raising it up? No, that's no. a flip cup. Flip cup, okay. That's a flip cup. Okay. So uh, the flip, okay, so the, the, the dirty cup pour, the open cup pour, is just layering your paint in a cup, giving it a quick, you know, through stir, just to not mix because you don't want to mix the paint you don't want to look like mud right. but just uh it because believe it or not that stir that you go through it with is going to create a design for you hmm. in the paint okay um so with a flip cup that's when you just turn the cup over on the canvas you let it set for a minute and then you raise it up just a bit and move it all around the canvas which i love those those that's are probably my did, favorite yeah. that's what i did first yeah yeah there's also the puddle pour where you just make petals of paint and you continually layer paint on over each other 
and little puddles on the canvas. Mm -hmm. You can do it in one big puddle if you want to. It's up to you. And then just stretch that out over the canvas. Just start kind of tilting and yeah, leaning. Just and... tilt it around. And, you know, I use the, the my favorite canvas to work with is the square canvas rather than the rectangular. Okay. Um, I feel like those are a lot easier to get all of your coverage on if you're not using more than one cup of paint, depending mm. on how big it is. Okay. Um, you know, if you've got a 16 or 18 by 24, you're probably going to need a good couple of cups of paint there, mm -hmm. you know. And that was really something I struggled with in the beginning is wasting paint. Yeah, yeah. Me I had too. trouble with that. And I think that's why I mixed my paints thick. Yeah. You know? I don't like to waste anything. I so know. That, that's hard for me too. I know. <laughs> so that's something, that was an adjustment. But then again, you know, as we've discussed, there's a whole other piece of saving your paint uh, when the you're grips. done with it. Yeah. 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 So, um, now do you seal yours once it's, once the paint's dry? How long does it take to dry really good? So there. Um, I always, you know, I've, I've had a lot of the, um, I've read through a lot of the, like, epoxies or lacquers, and they want you to wait two to three weeks. But hmm. these paints really dry quick, like within two to three days. Okay. So I just wait two to three days, and then, and, and do then. Do you seal them? I do seal them. What do you use? What I do use either like? Mod Podge. I'm using Liquitex right now. Okay. Um, I've not yet worked with epoxy or resin, but those are something that I want to do. Me too. Especially with those paints that you use the glue all with because you could see the rivets of the paint. Mm. So I really think that the epoxy would be a really cool part of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole other story there. It is a whole <laughs> other story. I think you need to do, you know, you really need to do a series. video. I need to do a series. A painting video and do this for people. Yep. So they can see it. I, I love it. I think it's amazing. It you were brought cool. in via video. I was brought yeah. in via video. Seriously, yeah. yeah. You're right. This is fun to me because you can mix colors that you might not even think about would normally go together. Like you don't necessarily want to do all, I mean, you can some, but you don't want to do like all blues. Right. Get a mix in there. Throw a copper in there or whatever. Yes. Because the result is going to be so cool. And it's going to be beyond whatever you could dream up. Yeah. And it, no two are alike. No, they're not. That's the most. That's the most interesting thing I think yeah. is that you truly have a hand painted original mm -hmm. right there. Do you like to work with metallic paints? I do, I do. And you know what I find with them? They, you don't have to add quite as much pouring medium hmm. to your metallics. Okay. And because I've done that as well, and and how I know that I do that, the edge of the metallic it looks a little watery, and then they start veining out a little bit. Hmm. So that's what I found with metallics. Do you work with them? I have a little bit. Yeah. And I love the look. Totally uh -huh. love the look. But I didn't know that there was a difference in mixing. Well, you know, using the... Again, I'm really, really glad I went out on the limb, and you know, for me, mm -hmm. and tried the pouring medium rather than just using the glue all. Okay. Because I felt like I had that really down. And then when I used the pouring medium, it was completely different. <laughs> well, in a good way. You had some pictures here, too, where you used a blow dryer, I think, on them. I did. Talk okay. So the blow dryer ones, that is what's called the Dutch pour, and I have not mastered that. Okay. That, again, going back to the thickness of the paint, because you you basically, you, you lay down your base color, and then you string out or, or pour on the colors that you want to go through the painting right okay. so basically you're um, I mean it's so much it'd be easier if I if I could um, I don't know how I'm gonna 
Describe this. this. Visual. Yeah, paint this visual. <laughs> but if you've got a, if you've got it, let's just say you've got an eight by ten painting and uh, canvas in front of you, and you've got it all painted white, and right down the middle, you're going with you've got blue. You're stringing. You're pouring a, like a string of blue paint, then a string of red and yellow and green and whatever. On top of each other? On all, just, yeah. Like, okay. make it probably about four or five inches wide and, and just go through all of them, but very, but keep them close together. Okay. So then when you get all of the paints that you want to use there, on either side of it, you're going to put some more of the white paint. And then, once you get that on each side of, of, of your line of paints, white on each side, you take the blow dryer and you blow the white over one side of all of the color paints and then the other side. And then you go in the middle of them and start blowing them out to the right and to the left. That is a Dutch pour. Okay. And if your paint's too heavy, it won't blow won't with run. your blow dryer. Yeah. Okay. See, I haven't tried that one yet. That's the one I'm waiting to do. I, I love okay. the look of them, but yeah, I haven't done that yet. Oh, I think they're incredibly beautiful. And I, I, I just, I don't feel like I had success with the one that I did. Mm -hmm. I definitely want to try it again. And I want to try it now that I have this pouring medium mm -hmm. that I can use. I think, like you said, the whole, the whole artistic thing, it's an outlet. Yeah. It's a therapy. It's a release. It's like even people that maybe don't think they're really crafty, artsy, this is just relaxing to me. I can I can get lost for hours doing this. I can too. I mean, I had, I, I, I just, I've started going to Michael's and buying canvases in bulk. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in yeah. different, um, in different sizes and, and shapes and um, little ones. Like three yeah, by three. Tiny. What are these? Yeah, those are three by three. Those are little. Yeah. Three by three little canvases, and um, and with the little tiny cups to pour on them, it's just it's a fun thing. It's fun just to do something different. Mm -hmm. I did. Um, I I and I showed you. You can see I poured over a styrofoam head. Yes. Talk about that. It's just like a a wig. Form, I, I think that's say. what it is. Talk yeah. about that because I wouldn't have thought about even doing that. I was walking through the craft store and I look up and I see these these like look like mannequin heads, but they're styrofoam heads. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know what, that would be really kind of cool to pour on. So um, I bought it and I did a live video on Facebook okay. uh, and and poured paint over it and and it was really cool. Although I think I'm going to redo it just because when you do paint pour, whatever color you put in first is what's going to come out last. Okay. So I had a lot of light colors on that went in, uh, dark colors that went in the cup first, and then light colors, and all the light colors came out first. So he's purple, okay. and it's a, and you know, with a little blue and yellow on top of him, but I, I really want to make him stand out and bright, so I think I'm going to repaint him. Okay. But anything, and I'd look for anything like that that I can do. Mm -hmm. I've actually got a table. Um, and it's a wooden table, and I'm going to take the legs off. It needs a little bit of shore up, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm going to take the legs off and then paint the sides and leave the top, and I'm going to paint pour over the top and then epoxy over the top, be put the table back together. I think that'll be really, really cool. That will be pretty. It'll be a fun table. Now, talk about, too, I know, talking about the canvases, we were talking earlier about the difference between a canvas and a canvas board. 
Yeah, um, I started out uh, because when I ordered the kit, um, my first painting because I, I ordered a kit. You know, I got it. I ordered a kit when I first got my paints back a few months ago, and um, they had canvas boards in there for me to use, which are usually less expensive. And they are less expensive, most definitely. Mm -hmm. But if you're paint pouring, they're really not a good idea because your canvas is going to be saturated with moisture, and those boards are cardboard, so they're going to work. Okay. So they don't work well. Okay. So now the ones that I have, I'm using those for oil paints, okay. just because they they shouldn't warp as bad. But um, I, but again, you know that was what I had at the beginning, and it didn't matter. I would have I would have got a cardboard box and cut it up <laughs> yeah. and poured on that just to have something you know to, to do. But it's the most amazing thing to put these colors together and to see the designs and the colors that come out and mm -hmm. where the colors mix and it's just. It's really, it's it's so fun, and it is such a creative um, outlet. Like, my whole entire life, I never felt like I was a creative person until really? the year 2020. Really? All the chaos hit, and I got creative. <laughs> that was in you all along. It was in me all along. That's right. <laughs> now, do you paint on, like, tiles and bottles and different things like that? That is something that I want to do. Um, I actually am going to attempt... Haven't yet, but I'm going to attempt to make a set of lamps. That would be cool. With paint pouring. That would be cool. Yeah. I'll have to look for that on Facebook. If I do that, I will for I will sure. tag you. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know you have an Etsy store, so a lot of the things that you do are for sale on Etsy, right? Yeah, yeah. Of everything that I have um, that I'm willing to part with and sell, I'm putting on the Etsy store. And you can go to Etsy and search me out and find me. I am the Mighty Creator. That's how they look for you on Etsy? Yeah, that's the name of my Etsy store is the Mighty Creator. And okay. I'm going to probably end up setting up a YouTube page of the same name. I've noticed I'll do the lives on Facebook. But people get bored watching me pour the paint into the cup and mix the, you know. So that takes a while. Mm -hmm. um, but after that's done, when the pouring actually starts, I mean, I can see, the, you know, the people come in. So I can tell that, you know, the layering of the paint, they're not really into. But honestly, as the artist doing it, that's part of the amazingness the fun, of it. Yeah. You know, it's like a cook. That's your is. ingredients. Yeah. That, you're, that you're cooking with basically it really is yeah. now I will tell you like you'll see some paintings and you probably already know um, silicone you can add silicone to your paintings as well and that just gives you more of paint cells mm -hmm. throughout I mean you can add it to like one certain color and layer it and maybe you want to do that to purple so when that purple is layered next to the pink you're going to get a little bit of purple but the pink's going to be in the cell and tell them what a cell actually is. It's a pocket of it's a it's a pocket of of paint. So it almost looks like a little circular yeah. bubble sort of. Exactly. It looks like a, it, well, it looks like a cell. Okay. You know, um, it's got it's thick around the edge, thin in between. You know, in the middle, uh, like you would see a, a, a cell, I guess. And you've also used a, a heat torch too sometimes, don't you? I use a heat torch every time. Yeah. Now that's the thing. Once you get the paint down, if you're, let's just say you're going to do a, if you do a flip cup, even, um, once you flip that paint over and you've you've got your cup out of the way and you've got your puddle of paint, you can light a torch and take it through the paint because that brings all those air bubbles to the surface. Okay. Maybe not all of them. There's going to be some hidden underneath there. But I always do it right after I pour the paint out and then again when the paint's finished. Hmm. 
Just real light kind of Yeah, up. just a real light. You know, you can use a regular kitchen torch. Or you can go buy a propane blowtorch. Which you did. What I did. <laughs> you didn't mess around. I, you know what? <laughs> go big or go home. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, anybody that is itching to get out and be creative, I highly recommend you try acrylic paint pouring. It's so much fun. And if you want to see some examples of Charity's work, find her on Etsy, and then they can probably find you on your Facebook page. Yeah, come right? to my Facebook page. It's um, I do all my lives public, and if they don't want to friend me, they would still be able to see everything. But I would love that. And, um, you know, if you're local, come and see me. I'd love to paint with you. Awesome. That's fun. Well, thank you for sharing that, and always good to meet another fellow artist, so good to hook up with you on that, too. Well, Michelle, thanks so much. I've just enjoyed it so much uh, talking with you today. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for tuning in to Let's Talk with Michelle Hardman. Go out and get some paints and have fun, and have an awesome day, and I'll see you next time.